It is written, they overcame through the blood of the Lamb. How could they do otherwise? He who fights with the precious blood of Jesus fights with a weapon which cannot know defeat. The blood of Jesus. Sin dies at its presence. Death ceases to be death. Heaven's gates are opened. The blood of Jesus. We shall march on, conquering and to conquer, so long as we can trust its power. Charles Haddon Spurgeon. Welcome back to Praying for You with Evangelist Oliver Areza. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is central in the plan of salvation. Without it, the wonderful work of redemption depends upon the sterility of man-made religion. Brother Areza will be talking to you about the ministry of the blood of Christ in your life today. Open your Bible to Revelation chapter 1 for part 3 of Are You Washed in the Blood of Christ? But into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which offered for himself and for the errors of the people. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Oliver Areza reminding you that someone is praying for you. Well, it is a joy and honor to be able to come into your home or wherever you may be picking up this broadcast today. What a joy, what an honor it is. We trust that the Word of God will strengthen you, that it will strengthen your faith, and that you will be encouraged in the Lord as a result of the broadcast, the preaching, the fellowship, and we are so glad to have you tuning in with us today. Well, as many of you know that we have been preaching a series on the blood of Jesus Christ, and of course where our text verse is from the book of Revelation chapter number 1, and verse number 6, it talks about the that you're washed in the blood of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know, I know there are folks today that really they try to say that it was not necessarily the literal blood of Jesus Christ that made the difference, but the blood stood for the shed blood for his death. But I don't believe that. I believe that it was absolutely necessary for the literal blood of Jesus Christ to be shed and to be offered on the, um, on the tabernacle, the mercy seat, in glory. That's what the book of Hebrews teaches us about. So it's not just, not just the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, but the blood had to be applied. When you think about the Old Testament, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, remember when they had been in Egypt for hundreds and hundreds of years, and God instituted this, uh, this feast of the Passover for the nation of Israel, he said they were to take a Passover lamb, a lamb that was without blemish, without spot, a yearling, which symbolizes the Lord Jesus Christ. He was impeccable. And he was at the prime of his life, 33 and a half years of age when he died. And, uh, but they were to sacrifice that Passover lamb, but they were to save every ounce of blood. They were to put it in a basin. And then they were to take that blood and they were to apply it to the doorpost on the side, the left side, the right side, and across the top. And when death, the death angel came through, if the blood was not applied, then the firstborn in that home, their life would be taken. 
So it wasn't just enough for the Passover lamb to be sacrificed, to be killed, but the blood of that Passover lamb had to be applied. And my friend, I believe that that is all picturing the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and his blood, and that when he died, he took his own blood and he applied it to the mercy seat in heaven. Remember, that was the what we had on earth was a pattern of things in heaven, and that had to occur. That's why when we put our faith and trust in Jesus, his death and burial and resurrection and his shed blood, that it doesn't just make an atoning for our sin, but the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So it is not just to me, it is not just the death of Christ, but it is the blood applied that made the difference in heaven. Remember, the blood is primarily for God. He said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. That blood was necessary for the justice, the holiness of God to be satisfied. And we're going to look a little bit deeper into this. Uh, so glad to have you with us. We're going to pause for a, mo- for a, a time of prayer, and then we're going to enjoy a beautiful song by one of my favorites, Brother Alver- Alvin Martinez, and also uh, uh, another singer with him, Brother Strofe. They're going to give us a song today entitled, Without the Blood. Thank you so much for listening. Father, we come now in the precious name of Jesus, and we ask, dear God, that you'll give us help from heaven. Lord, as we think about the precious blood of Jesus Christ, it is precious blood. It's precious because it is the only blood that can cleanse man from his sin. It is the only blood that can cleanse the conscience of a man. Lord, how fortunate we are. Thank you for Jesus and his death, burial, and resurrection, and his shed blood. And thank you for the ministry of the blood of Jesus Christ. We know that we are able to go right straight to the throne of grace, to find mercy and grace and help upon the authority of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray those that are listening today that have never been born again, they have never had that sin cleansing because of the blood of Jesus Christ and putting faith in Him and His death and burial and resurrection and shed blood, we pray that today would be the day that they would find a redemption through the blood, salvation, eternal salvation in the precious name of Jesus. For we ask it all in His precious name. Amen and amen. Let's go.
heaven's beauty and the face of my dear Savior I'll behold I will thank him for the blood he shed on Calvary for it's the the ransom for my soul. Without the blood, I never know my Savior. Without the blood, I'd be lost eternally. Now, last week, we ended the broadcast with this wonderful verse in Colossians chapter 1, verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And the point that we are wanting to establish with that is under this topic, this thought of the precious blood of Jesus. It's precious because it's the really the only blood that can purge a guilty conscience. It's, the, it's precious because it's the only blood that makes peace with God for us. And we establish that with that verse, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. It's precious because it's the only blood, the only blood, listen now, that makes peace with God for us. You see, the Old Testament sacrifices, they had to be done on a, on a yearly basis. Every year, the priest had to offer blood sacrifices for the sins of the people. But the Bible teaches in the book of Hebrews, when Jesus came, this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin, sat down forever. So you see, the blood of Christ, the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, was the once and for all offering that was needed to make eternal redemption for mankind. The Old Testament sacrifices, they were just looking forward to the precious blood of Jesus Christ that wouldn't just make a covering but would offer cleansing for the sinner. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, 
by him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things or things in heaven. Many days ago in Detroit, Michigan, there was a well-known evangelist by the name of Charles Finney preached on the text from 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. And after the service, the stranger asked Dr. Charles Finney to walk home with him. Now it was advised uh, the, against, uh, really, by the people that knew this man. They advised him not to do it, the ones that knew the man and knew the kind of person that he was and the kind of businesses that he was involved in. But uh, Charles Finney went ahead and went with the man. He ushered the preacher into the rear part of a building. The stranger locked the door, put the key in his pocket, and he looked over at Charles Finney and said, Don't be afraid. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to ask a few questions. And he said, the stranger said to Dr. Charles Finney, Do you believe what you preach tonight? Well, of course, the preacher said, I most certainly do. The man continued, he said, we're in the back of a saloon right now, and I'm the sole proprietor of this saloon. Mothers come in here, and they lay their, they lay their babies on the counter, and they beg me not to sell liquor to their husbands. I turn a deaf ear to their cry. We see to it that when men leave my establishment here, he's well under the influence of hard liquor. More than one night, a man leaving here has been killed by the express at the tracks. Dr. Finney, tell me, can God forgive a man like me? Charles Finney replied, I have but one authority, the Word of God, which says, The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. But that's not all, added the man. In another room, we run a gambling hall. If a man doesn't spend all of his money on liquor, we bring him back here, and with marked cards, we see to it that he is fleeced out of his last dollar. So we send him home penniless to a hungry family. Dr. Finney, I am the sole owner. Tell me honestly, tell me, can God forgive a man with a heart like that? And once again, Dr. Finney replied, I have one authority, the Word of God, which says, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. The man spoke again, that's not all. Across the street is my home where I live, and my wife and my little daughter. Neither one has had a kind word from me for five years. As a matter of fact, their bodies bear marks of my brutal attacks. Preacher, do you think that God could forgive a man with a heart like that? 
And Dr. Finney lowered his head. His eyes were filled with tears. As he said, my friend, you have painted one of the darkest pictures I have ever gazed on. But I still have one authority which says, The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. The man opened the door. He ushered the preacher into the night, then never left that room till daybreak. Not before ripping up decks of cards and pouring the contents of bottles down the drain. Across the road, at home, he sat in his living room. His little girl called, Daddy, Mother says breakfast is ready. When he answered his little girl kindly, she ran back to her mother and said, Daddy spoke to me kind, Mommy. Something's the matter. The mother followed the little girl to the living room. The man beckoned them both taking one on each knee. He explained to their amazement that he had become a new husband. He had received Christ as his personal Savior. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, had cleansed him from his sin. He said, you have a new husband, a new daddy. He said, I'm done with that business across the street. The man later became a member, then an official in a leading Detroit church, when he was asked to tell how his life was changed, he would always reply, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. My friend, there are no doubt folks that are listening to this radio broadcast right now, and sin has taken its toll on you. And you are a miserable, miserable person. Matter of fact, you hate yourself. You hate your lifestyle. You hate your habits. But you go back to them time and time and time again. You've tried all kinds of man-made ways to better yourself. But you have failed and they have failed miserably. Well, I'm here to tell you the blood of Jesus Christ is precious blood because it's the only blood that washes our sins away. It's the only blood that can purge a guilty conscience. The precious blood of Jesus Christ is the only blood that can make peace with God for us. And having made peace through the blood of His cross, by Him to reconcile all things unto Himself by Him, I say whether they be things in earth or things in Heaven, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Friend, it's not hard to be saved. What you have to come to the realization of, number one, that you are a sinner before God. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible tells us where sin came into the human race. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Sin came into the human race through Adam and Eve, and everyone born from then till now is born with a sinful nature. And Jesus Christ paid our sin debt. 
And he says, He that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible says, The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Dear friend, if you will put your faith and trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of your sin and the saving of your soul, you can be made new in Christ. The Bible says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Right now, why don't you make this prayer your prayer and be saved today? Dear God, I'm a sinner. I stand before you guilty. I don't want to go to hell and pay for my own sins. I'm putting all of my faith and trust for the forgiveness of my sin and the saving of my soul in what Jesus did upon the cross. Forgive me and save me and make me a new person in Christ. I want to be redeemed. I want to be saved. And I'm asking you to save my soul. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We'd like to hear about your decision for Christ. Make sure and be back with us next week as we wrap up the segment for this message, Are You Washed in the Blood of the Lamb? Be encouraged, friends, and remember, someone's praying for you. Thank you for joining us for the broadcast today. As Brother Areza has established from the Scriptures, the shed blood of Christ was necessary for our redemption. If you would like to talk to someone about how to receive the forgiveness of sins through the finished work of Christ on the cross, don't hesitate to give us a call by dialing 304-873-2225. For a copy of this message on CD, call or write to us at P.O. Box 301 West Union, West Virginia, 26456. For all upcoming announcements, go to wvgvradio.com. Invite a friend to join you for the next week's broadcast at this time on this Christian radio station. Do the clouds around you gather In the midst of the storm Is your ship tossed and battered Are you weary? Someone's praying for you this very day, and peace be still, it's already on the way. Someone is praying for you.
Jesus Christ.